0: Good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I am good. Can you hear me? Really good? I can hear you very well. Oh, that's excellent. All right. Let's get started. This is our podcast number two. We had so much fun doing our first podcast, so... Krista and I have decided to um, continue our home daycare series. Um, I'm Susan with Home Daycare Consultant, and this is my partner. Go ahead, introduce yourself.
1: Yes, Krista with Daycare Time Solutions.
0: Awesome. And uh, today uh, we've came up with another subject um, that's kind of close to our heart. We both admin um, pretty large uh, Facebook Uh, home daycare groups, and so we're always getting different information, different ideas uh, for what home daycare providers are seeking, um, information they're seeking, things they would want to improve, questions, concerns, and this one seemed to keep coming back up, um, this topic here, and, and we're basically calling it babysitter versus business owner. Mm-hmm. Kristen, when I say babysitter versus business owner, what pops in your head?
1: <laughs> when you say babysitter versus the business owner, um, I think for me, it's all about the mindset and thinking about how you want to run your business and how you want families to perceive you or treat you. So you have, okay, am I a babysitter or am I a business owner? and what what's best for me? What's best for my program?
0: right, because if you are a babysitter in my mind, uh, maybe that's your program, and you know you call it a home daycare, but it's sporadic. People can drop when they want, and you're comfortable with that, then you know you're a babysitter, but um you know if if you want to have more control, I think switching over to the mindset, like you said to be a business owner, actual home daycare provider, business owner, um, you know, we have tips and tricks to help you get there, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, I'm saying the, um, and I said, I wouldn't say, um, it's really hard not to say, um. um, I know, right. Let's start out and talk about the differences, because uh, you and I kind of outlined a little bit of this. Um, I don't know if you have the outline in front of you, but we, we just did a, a line down the middle and we came up with uh, basic basically the differences between a babysitter and a business owner. And I'll start out with one and then we'll kind of talk about it uh, yeah. and give thoughts as we go down. But Parents set the schedule. This is the babysitter column. When uh the people are looking for a babysitter, they call and they say Friday night, I need care from 9 a.m. to 1 P, you know, 1 a.m. Um Different for a business owner because the business owner is setting their own hours, right? That is correct. They do. They set their own hours and they,
1: they we tell parents the hours that we're open, whether it's seven to six or eight to five, and we expect, you know, parents to come in between those times, especially like if you have a, or if you have a con or contracted hours, I'm sorry, if you have contracted hours, you expect parents to be there at a particular time, or then it gets into the fees and things like that when it comes to business. Like you said, um, babysitting, the parents set the schedule. They tell you when they're coming back and you're okay with that because you're the babysitter.
0: Exactly. So if you wanna set your own hours, then you should really try to move towards that business owner column. Uh, the second one we have written down is parents tell you what they will pay. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a babysitter thing. I'm When I babysat, when I was you know the the kid in the neighborhood and I was the known babysitter, I don't ever remember saying I charge $20 an hour or $5 an hour. I have no idea. They would come home and they would have money in their hand, pass me, you know, whether it was a $10 bill, $5 bill, or $20 bill, pass it to me and that was done. But as a business owner, you're setting your own price. You are.
1: Yeah, you are. You're setting your own price. You're you're telling uh, the parents what you charge and that is that's it either they accept it or they they move on to someone else
0: exactly yeah. um babysitter column would be parents select you versus you get to select your customers uh-huh. um I think when you first start your home daycare you may not be able to be too selective. <laughs> I remember taking anything and everything and probably working about, you know, 13 to 14 hour days. Uh as time goes by, you know, you should be able to, you know, structure that a little bit better, but basically going back to the the parents selecting you um they are. They're getting to pick who they want. They want you. You come. But as a business owner, you get to have those interviews and you actually get to see if they are a fit. I mean, right. that's one of my biggest things when I'm doing interviews for home daycare is are we going to fit? And, and it's not just about, you know, are they is their schedule fitting my schedule? I do the fit like do, d- does the child fit? Uh my my group, am I a fit for the parents? Are the parents a fit for me? Is the child a fit for this program? So that's really talking about the selection. Uh, The next one we have, uh, parents set the rules. Uh They do. Um, As a business owner, you get to decide the rules. So give some examples of that, Krista.
1: All right. So parents tell you um, little Johnny Goes to bed (laughs) at this time. Um, Can you also feed him at this time? And versus you deciding your rules and your for your program, everybody's going to take a nap between this time and get up at this time. Circle time is gonna be at this time, we're gonna eat at this time. So you have a little bit of more, you have a little bit of leverage on how you're going to run your program versus the parents telling you how to run your program.
0: Yep, exactly, I like that. Uh, Babysitter column, parents interview you Mm -hmm. versus you interviewing the parents. (laughs) which is true the the parents and when I say they interview you they've picked you out okay so and so told me that you babysit and they said you did a good job boom we're done you're babysitting we'll see you on Thursday um show up whereas the business owner we're doing the interviewing of those parents, going back to the one we were talking about before, making sure that they are a good fit for your program. I mean, because you really wanna take that time to interview them and make sure that they are going to match what's going on. Their interpretation of you, a lot of times these parents are going to assume you are that column, the babysitter column. So they may come in with a whole different idea that they, a different mindset, basically uh-huh. uh, at the daycare center, they're expecting the business owner side. They may not be expecting the business owner in your home. So you really have to bring them over and say, Hey, l- I'm doing an interview and I'm interviewing you. Yeah, absolutely. um Next mm-hmm. one. Parents tell you their expectations. And versus the business side, you set up your program. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about that. Yeah. So you're setting up
1: your own, your own program. You're making your own rules. You're using uh, tools to set your programs up like uh, the parent handbook and the daily schedules and, and all those things. Um, so you're telling the parents what to expect from your program, what they can expect from you. Versus telling you what their expectations of you are when it comes to their child.
0: Right. So a good example would be you triggered something in me. Little Johnny only gets to sleep half an hour and that's all I want little Johnny to sleep. Uh But as a business owner, you say, well, we don't force a child to sleep, (sighs) but we have a two hour nap time. Mm-hmm. And it, they can either sleep or not sleep, but it's a quiet time as required by this date. So if little Johnny can't lay on a mat for two hours during this downtime and read a book or this or that or something to keep little Johnny busy, then we may not be a match. So uh, that's the great things about setting up your program. If you are and Hey, guess what? Some people may choose not to do a nap at all. Mm-hmm. They they're not into naps or they close it too, or you close it, you know, you're only doing a preschool program and everybody leaves after lunch at one. These are things that you can set up as the business owner versus the babysitter. Right. Right. So I I like those, those are differences between uh, a babysitter and a business owner. Mm -hmm. And let me see what we've, what we've discussed after that. It says, how do you want to be perceived? There's no right or wrong answer, right?
1: Right. There is no right or wrong answer. This is your program and you have to keep that in mind. But if you're trying to grow and if you want families, um, clients to look at you a certain type of way and treat you as a business owner, then you have to um, do some things that require that that's required of you as a business owner versus a babysitter.
0: Yes because you 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 can't complain about something if you're not willing to fix it. So you can't complain ab- about well these parents tell me that I can't put Johnny down for a nap or these parents tell me I can't feed chicken nuggets or whatever if you are per- being perceived as the babysitter no, it's not they're going to tell you what to do left and right. right. So you can complain about it if you're not willing to fix it. That's absolutely correct, Susan. And if you don't have the policies in place um,
1: to explain how your program works, then you can't complain because you haven't laid out any rules to your parents.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. Business. And we've also talked about
1: the business owner and what that looks like and how you dress. For interviews.
0: Yep. Is your house cleaned? Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have your handbook handy? <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, there's a million things that you should be doing, which we kind of talked about this in our first podcast. Uh, you know, the messy bun and the wearing your jammies or whatever you wear, whatever your uniform is, it works out. We, we're, we are, you know, up and down, taking care of kids, multiple kids throughout the day. But when you're interviewing, That's different. You know, the messy bun and the stretchy pants may not be the best thing because it's that first impression. Uh-huh. It, it's showing up, um, you know, having your folder ready, having your handbook ready, uh, your interview checklist, which I think that DTS, daytime uh, daytime I always say daytime it's it's your it's your logo daytime solutions and yeah. say it every time I'm like daytime got to get my business solutions <laughs> but they they have an interview checklist do you guys not do you have one of those we do. We have an interview checklist. Um, again, each program is different. So we we
1: talk to the provider to kind of see what the, how their program is set up. But um, it's a really general uh, interview checklist where you just kind of look at it and you mark off all the things that you could possibly use for an interview, um, like the policy handbook and the schedule and the newsletter and maybe um, a week of uh, lesson plans, maybe an article. So those are just some of the things that that you want to have in the interview. And so that checklist just kind of helps you.
0: I think that even if it's a generic list, mm-hmm. not all the questions are going to apply. But just having something like that, I think a lot of people um, maybe have went into this uh, as a business owner and a home daycare provider, and they may not have the business background to say, oh, you know what? I need to have this interview checklist. But having something simple like that will carry you through those interviews. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's just like having an outline for a meeting. So uh, having the hair combed, having the house clean, I'm just reiterating what we spoke about, having a checklist, having your handbook ready to go over it. Uh, those are all things that are going to help you be perceived as a business owner. And it's going to get you on the right foot before those customers even start, you know, coming in and uh, before those kids even start with you. Now, what are the, some of the things that they could do? Um, say say you started your business and you were more babysitter than business owner and now that so many home daycares are revamping their business, um, just you know due to the atmosphere of all the things going on in the world, they're not wanting to be that babysitter anymore, but they're wanting to become more business owner. But hey, I've been doing this for three years, and my customers only know me as Beth the babysitter. So what are some of the things, Krista, and this is you know totally off schedule? I'm just trying to brainstorm here but what can what can the babysitters that want to become business owners what can they do to change things up to get to where they want to be listen first
1: i mean in order to revamp or to change things you have to assess where you are right now and you know what you've been going through and dealing with and some of the responses that you've been getting from parents based on your current system so you want to sit down and you want to write it out. What are some changes you want to make? What are some goals you want to make or you want to achieve? And then you start working towards them. You you make a handbook or write down some rules and um, regulations uh, for the parents some things that you've been dealing with with the parents that's just not working, like you have to become a problem solver. How will you solve that problem? What are some policies that you can put in place in order to fix that problem? So really, and honestly, Susan, my very first thing I keep going back to is a policy handbook and being organized and and being able to explain to parents how your program will run from now on.
0: And you can do a a policy handbook at any time. You don't, I mean, say you've never had a policy handbook, but you've decided, hey, I want to start implementing this. Uh, It doesn't matter. And and, okay, it's not January 1st. How can I give everybody a policy handbook tomorrow? (laughs) If you want to do that policy handbook, do it. Because that's just, that's sharing your rules. So basically how you can change from bi- babysitter to business owner is with business tools, right? And business tools. Number one, we believe a policy handbook. Does it have to be 60 pages? No, Krista? It doesn't, it can be one page. Um, one page. Yeah. Some very general,
1: some very basic um, policies that you want your families to know. Like right now you can sit down, especially we have the time to do it right now. You can sit down yeah. and write that out right now. Um, some some rules that you want to put in your
0: policy handbook Uh, this is uh, Beth Beth the new business owners policy handbook these are my hours this is uh, my schedule okay so I just found another tool daily schedule Mm -hmm. write write a daily schedule that's a business tool if you want to be treated like a business write something up and say you know Kids come in, we do free play, then we do breakfast, then we do snack, then we do uh, school, then we do nap. Mm-hmm. I mean, easy to do. It doesn't have to be like rocket science. It doesn't have to be so detailed. It doesn't have to include all your potty breaks. But a business tool to help parents perceive you as a business owner, policy handbook, daily schedule, um, what are some other examples another, that we could do?
1: Well, another thing we talked about was business mentors, and basically, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, people who you can draw inspiration from. Whether it's the daycare provider down the street, whether it's um, Pinterest, um, professional development classes. Um, each state has child care resources that that are available for the state. So those are just some of the, uh, and that goes into trainings you know these are other ways that you can um, become more business like and it, it deals with your mindset of being a business owner
0: right i like that one that's a really good one the trainings and the blogs and the webinars uh-huh. and following I mean, we have social media that i always make the joke of when we started we had the binders and that's all we had (laughs) the binders and a little bit of internet but there was nothing there was no groups there was no one to really follow um, many many years ago but today you can get in there and you can do trainings you can do webinars you can follow blogs follow people that interest you follow people that you want to um to be like
1: beth the music lady
0: <laughs> oh, love me some bad. Yes. Right. I mean <laughs> she, I'm like, but what if you can't sing? <laughs> but it's but she'll tell you the kids don't care. They don't. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've been singing with my kids for 10 years and I know I can't carry a tune and I've never had a complaint. So yeah, <laughs> she's
1: right. <Absolutely. laughs> she's right. Kids just like to be entertained. That's it. Yeah.
0: And you to be silly. And you know, she's all about the silly. Um, another business tool presentation. We talked about that earlier. Um, how you talk, how you dress, how you organize. If you're wanting people to see you as a business owner versus a babysitter, spruce your place up. Does that mean you need to go to, um, target and spend $50,000 or get online and order a, a, you know, your place can't be a home daycare business because you don't have the latest and greatest kid furniture, kid table. Right. I mean, you don't. Right. Clean up. (laughs) There you go. Clean up, organize, uh, Find some neighborhood uh, garage sales. Get some toys. Get some educational items. I mean, get on Pinterest. Get on Instagram, and you'll be floored at some of the ideas. Uh, that that's another thing, and and uh, that'll be in one of the eBooks that we're writing. You know, how to start a home daycare. Which this right now is just for our providers. But um, starting a home daycare, you don't have to have a lot of money. It's that's not you know, that's not really what it's about. It's almost like having a baby. When I adopted my son, I called my mom and I was panicked. You know, I need this. I need that. And she's like, honey, a baby needs formula and diapers. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, she just completely set me back. Like, I, I was ready to go spend a bazillion things. She's like, really? I mean, you're OK. No. You're, you're going to be OK. <laughs> That's
1: so, that's good. So basically just set set it up, set up your program. You know, you have to even just think about when you go into someone's house, if you're going to someone's house to um, drop off your kid, what do you want to see? You know, wouldn't it be great to see a parent hand bo- or a, a parent um board on the wall? Wouldn't it be great to see uh toys and it it cleaned, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to see these things so you want to make sure that your program is set up that way
0: clean up right and and doesn't cost a lot of money just get online look for some cheap and expensive ways <laughs> to make your school area look presentable make it look fun the kids would enjoy it spruce yourself up you know comb the hair that day have your paperwork ready <laughs> all I love your laughing, but it's, these are simple things, but sometimes people just need that guidance uh, to help them step up to the next thing. They started out as the babysitter and this is the perfect time in the environment that we're having to deal with all the world problems, make that change, become that business owner so that you don't have to live with the headaches that you're living with and people paying what they wanna pay, when they pay. I mean, there's a reason that we're saying go business owner because if it was babysitter and it could be laid back and casual and wonderful, it would be great. But when you're rocking six to 12 kids a day, you know. Right, (laughs) if you're depending on this career
1: as your income, then there's no yeah. way you can babysit. You know, you yeah. have to be a business owner. You have to expect more from yourself and expect more from your parents.
0: Right. And you can't complain if you're not willing to fix it. And these right. are all really, really good Good, good, good ideas. Well, thank you for spending time with me again. I can't wait for us to do our next podcast. These are starting to be fun for me.
1: <laughs> they are fun. We're just talking. We're talking and, and helping if we
0: can. So yeah,
1: that's that's amazing.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. And we'll see you guys soon. Uh, we're gearing up for our third podcast. We're not even going to, to give you a hint. We'll just show up and, and have podcast number three. So thanks, everybody. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Take care.